0: Blog Talk Radio <laughs>
1: Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry's Salon, the podcast that loves you. I'm your host, your cruise director and spiritual advisor. Oh, wait, no, tonight I'm the groove mistress because the spiritual advisor has joined me. Uh, I'm Madam Perry, but you can call me Perry, Jen, JP, Jennifer. I don't care. I'm just glad that you're here and I'm here. And as far as the spiritual advisor, if you were listening last night, you know we had everybody's favorite BFF. Kenya Colbert, life coach and uh, former podcaster, will be
2: again. Kenya, welcome back to ride the to ride the show with me. Yay! Thank you so much, Jennifer, for inviting me back. I had so much fun last night. I'm excited about tonight. I am really, really kind of um, hyped about tonight. I I can't wait. But I'm so happy to sit next to you guys in this genie bottle and get to know our guests and to just see what else we got going on around here. It's been a minute since I've been back, you know. Yeah, yeah, and
1: people miss you, you know. I told you um, you I know, we've you had guys. So, so many fun shows lately and so many good things coming up. And good things tonight too. But let's see. Recently I had um, you know, um uh, I, oh, that's right. You you were in on this. You were in on this one. Uh, Arden Marine, the comed- comedian, yes. actress, writer who plays Regina Sinclair in Insatiable on Netflix. Yes, um, Loved the
2: book. <laughs> Loved her oh, book. Oh, yeah.
1: Her book, Little Miss Little Compton, about growing up in Rhode Island. It's the kind of wacky stuff that you would think somebody would just made it up, but it really, like, the. what was it, a bird or a crow that was stealing people's mail, and when they found out, they put it in a little jail there in Little Compton.
2: Yeah, I laughed so much <laughs> in that book. Seriously. It was like what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was great. Yeah. And, hi, and, uh, Arden. <laughs> hi, yes. Hello, Arden. We miss you so. Oh, yeah. She had a good time. We had a good time. And it's a great book. Everybody get it. The cover looks like a, like you just, she just opened the door to a party. Also, really? let's see. <laughs> Who else we have? Um, Uh, Grammy award-winning saxophonist Dave Koss
2: Yes, yes
1: Was here And of course Our favorite band from Liverpool Joe Symes and the Loving Kind
2: Hi guys And they said Hi Colin Send in the big one Hi Joe (laughs) Hi Joe
1: So yeah You know like, like I was saying Um I can't always understand their accent, but when they say, Kenya, where's Kenya? I understand that. So uh, they make that clear. They make that clear. But We're
2: anyway, the people, I tell you, gotta, you have the best guests. Don't I tell you that all the time?
1: I'm very blessed. I am very yes, blessed. So this must be where I'm supposed to be because I have been so fortunate and so blessed with the people um, who who do agree to come on and have a good time. Jackie Monahan, the comedian um, and writer, uh, She's also played a serious part in the movie called Wild Nights with Emily, which was about Emily Dickinson. And Emily Dickinson was played by Molly Shannon, who you would never really? think of doing a serious role like that. And uh, Jackie Monahan played her sister. But I think her latest show on um, uh, on uh, what was it? Amazon Prime is something like These Lips. And I think she mm-hmm. had another one on Showtime called Ass Magic. Mhm yeah, yeah, so um, I know, I know, so we have a lot of fun, a lot of good things coming up. Oh, and tonight, this is just so exciting. You know, I got the um I was given this book to read a few months ago but the e-book, her, her newest book, Tonight's Guest, her newest book. And then I got so into it, I thought, okay, I've got to go buy the hard copy because I need to be able to hold this in my hand and flip back and forth in the pages. Yeah, uh, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Seriously. She's a researcher, academic, storyteller, creative entrepreneur, um, did I say filmmaker, author? And she's got several books. She also writes comics. Um, I'm, you know, I could probably keep going on and describing everything she's done but then the show would be over so oh, no. her brand new book and we're going to talk about all her books and her stuff and her comics and special awards she's gotten that you've heard her on um you've heard her on NPR uh BBC ABC PBS all kinds of networks and documentaries she was the subject of a 2018 Emmy nominated episode of State of the Arts on NJTV wow. and WHYY. I know, I know. So that's so cool. So uh, her brand new book just out this month is called Why Wakanda Matters. It's actually a compilation sort of, and uh, with several people contributing to it, but it is a, it is a magnificent literary work. So please let me, Bring her here for the first time to our salon in cyberspace, to the genie bottle. That is Madame Perry Salon, Doctor Sheena C. Howard. Welcome to Madame Perry Salon.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and I love the energy. I love the energy.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, we are glad <laughs> you are here and we're gonna make sure we can do everything we can do to keep you in that way because uh Yes. We've been looking forward
2: to Hi, this. Dr. Howard. It's Kenya. Hi. <laughs> so excited that you decided to join and share your work. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I think I've said that a couple of times now, so I'm, it must be really true. <laughs> well, thank you
0: for inviting me. <laughs>
1: Dr. Howard, your your newest book. We're going to talk about this just out this month. Why Wakanda Matters. But let me just kind of go over some of the other things you've written. And if I can go ahead and say this, you were the first Black woman to win the Eisner Award, which I understand is like the Oscars of comics. Right.
2: Whoa. Right. hmm Wow. What can we say? Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you.
0: I'm magnificent. So proud I'm, of you.
1: I'm proud of her. And, and uh, I didn't even, I mean, yeah, I had nothing to do with it, but I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm going to read, I'm going to read through some of your titles. Um, see, I, okay. feel, I feel like I feel like zigzag last night, Kenya, when he kept saying he was fanboying. Listen to Tina McElroy yes. answer. And yes. so yeah, that's how I feel now. But I'm going to get a grip. Uh, her books. I'm going to read through some of the titles on her website. If you want to follow along, it's SheenaChoward.com. C. Howard dot com. And of course, after the show, I will be sharing links to the website and where to buy Sheena Howard's books on all of my social media, not only for the Madame Perry Salon, but Jennifer Perry social media. And let's see the books. I'm just going to read titles Nina's Whisper, uh, Black Comics, Politics of Race and Representation, Encyclopedia of Black Comics. I have that one. Uh, then Black Queer Identity Matrix. And then there are the Superb Comics series. And how am I doing so far, Dr. Howard?
0: You do. You're doing great. You're doing great. It's just all
1: all <laughs> of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, all right. I'm going to tell you a little something because I don't know if they'll be listening yet, or tonight. This, but um, you may have seen this already. But I've got a little short project I was hired to do, for a company that's in the satellite and aerospace industry. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so basically, uh, I mean, the owner doesn't know I'm doing it, but the other, everybody else in the company does. Okay. It's going to be, we are going, <laughs> going to let him know because it's, 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 it's supposed, it's because it's for his benefit, you know, it's, it's for the company, but I'm doing the ghost, their social media as the company right now on several platforms. And so I was getting everything set up the show, and I thought, wait a minute. I know what my next post for them will be. To C. Howard. So I made up a something really? today and I put it on their Twitter and I put it on their Instagram and I put it on their Facebook. And tonight wow. I'm going to put it on their Reddit.
2: Thank so, you so much. Beautiful. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> see, beautiful. see, Like Tina was talking about women, we have agency, you know, we've got yes. some power. And yes. hey, use yes. it. You know, use yes. it. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so Dr. Howe, talk to us about putting together the book, um, the book Why What Kind of Matters, why did you decide to create this book, and what do you want people to find? What was it created for for people to, to learn and discover?
0: Yeah. So first of all, you know, I don't believe that, you know, you take the elevator to the top alone, I think you walk up a whole bunch of steps with a lot Mm -hmm. of people. Yes. Yes. What I mean by that is when you look at, you know, my body of work, I collaborate with people because everybody has something so special to bring to these different conversations. So, you know, and this book was no different. So we have – just an array of magnificent contributors who've written chapters in this book. Um, They're psychologists, they're educational psychologists, they're therapists, they're child therapists who have their own practices, they're communication experts, um, and actually a couple of graduate students who who wrote chapters in this book. And so it's just a really special book because of, you know, the contributors and, you know, what they brought to the table, you know, their their real world experience, particularly those, you know, um, licensed, you know, clinical social workers and stuff that 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 brought their experience to the table in, in in writing their essays. And to me, that makes the book so special because, you know, we're talking about mental health in the black community specifically, right, where we're. we're unapologetic about this book is about the mental mental health of the black community through the lens of something we all love, which is black Panther, the movie, right? Even people who are not comic book fans went to see that movie. Um, yeah. And Mm -hmm. you know, it touched them. Yeah. So just all of that together. Um, just, yeah.
1: You know, I want to read, um, first of all, the the subtitle says on the book. The title's uh, holding it in my hands. It says, "Why What Kind of Matters? What Black Panther Reveals About Psychology, Identity, and Communication." And if I could read just one of the uh, right now, just read one of the reviews in here or an excerpt from a review Please by do. John Jennings. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, New York Times best-selling illustrator of the Eisner Award-winning graphic novel. Kindred uh, by Octavia mm-hmm. Butler so he um, John Jennings said this is an excerpt Dr. Howard deftly weaves together an amazing re- array of insights regarding one of the most important pop culture phenomena in the history of cinema each essay breathes life into the layered discourse around the utility of the black radical imagination and the inherent and necessary joy regarding blackness excuse me, blackness and speculation. Why Wakanda Matters is a great guide to the newest addition to blackness in conversation with radicalized spatial narratives. And I love how when I was reading this, it just seemed to be, um, I think this book would be very uplifting. now,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think especially in times like now, when, uh, like, especially the last year, there's been so much going on, so many horrible things happening uh, to people that happened seemingly for no more reason than what color they were.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I can imagine if other people get discouraged, if regular people get discouraged or all the time because of uh, maybe COVID and um, Losing jobs and the cost of insurance and different things. You know, how much worse is it if you also know that just because of what you look like, it could be exponentially even more dangerous. So Mm -hmm. um, this is a good time for me to quit talking. And you tell how this.
0: Just just on that point, it, it just reminds me of one particular chapter in the book called Vibranium Healing. Um, from, you know, a wonderful um, contributor who works in, you know, the field of psychology. And I really love the chapter because it doesn't only talk about Black trauma. It doesn't, you know, only talk about, you know, just all of the racial trauma that we have to deal with in this country, but it actually talks about healing. It actually gives
2: resources to the Black
0: community around healing. Here's how we can heal ourselves. Here's something that you can do right now, today, to just take a little bit of the pressure off. And so that chapter um, is 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 a real gem in the book as well.
2: Mm, I love and that. Way, I love that.
0: Yeah. And by the way, um this book um I put together a podcast for this book called Why Wakanda Matters, and the um, the the writer of that chapter is in one of the podcast episodes. So you can hear her talk about, you know, her chapter and, and, and you know, the things that she's doing in the black community around black trauma and healing.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's and cool. that's mm-hmm. actually
0: on, on uh, she, the website,
1: Sheena C. Cause I've listened to a couple of episodes over there and they're short. There you can just grab mm-hmm. them and go. We've um, no. got a few minutes, stop and listen to them. And that, yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, the uh, the writer of Vibranium Ceiling*, which is chapter ten. I think that you know her. Um, I don't know all about her background, but she obviously knew how to uh, contrast the film, you know, the fiction with reality. And mm-hmm. it, you know, people can talk about how can you base it on a on a film, but I think we all know anybody who loves. <laughs> Uh, to read anybody who loves science fiction, knows that you know before we ever had things like uh, what was it submarines rocket ships we imagined them and we wrote about them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's yeah. Right. And where, whereas, what is it? Life imitates art. Is that the saying?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. or does does art, art
1: imitate life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and, so with yes. uh, and with the people, especially in the book, how the, uh, the like the women. The women and the older people in Wakanda, how their their gender roles and how they're not how they're defined and how they're not defined. Mm-hmm. Um, I think seem to make an excellent, uh,
0: excellent suggestion yes. for
1: things that could make us have a much more enjoyable life and
0: relationship to other people.
1: That's Absolutely, an
0: and you know one of the things that I was trying to do with this book is. To say listen yeah this is this is just a movie, right? This is science fiction, but here is what we can learn in real life from this movie right let's talk about mental health concepts specific to the black community and how we can use this film to give you a little dose of you know some some psychology some 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 healing some you know, through, yes. through this lens, right, using something that everybody's already thinking about to give you um, insight into to, to, to the importance of mental health, but also hopefully when, when people are reading these chapters, they're reflecting on their own mental health, right? A lot of times we don't reflect on our own mental health um, as much as, as I would like to see people do so, but also to seek help. Um, you know when we need to talk to someone you know when we're feeling sad for extended periods of time you know when we just can't take anymore right um right so you know when people say you know it's just a movie um well this book is saying yes it's just a movie but here's how we can you know juxtapose that movie with some real real life conversations and not just conversations but but you know real life you know issues around mental health
2: I love that that's the that's the the avenue that you decided to take from this movie because mm-hmm. the movie touches on so many different things and mm-hmm. and not just for black people but people in general and I love when you said that because I mean there are some issues that are more prominent in different races, different neighborhoods, different genders. It's just something that that is more prominent in in specific groups. But Mm -hmm. overall, there is nothing new under the sun. These things Mm -hmm. are being gone through somewhere with other people. And Mm -hmm. it's good when we can talk about it and we can recognize it and we can not put a negative label on something that's considered to be questionable or troubling or different. It's okay to talk about it. I love that you, you really kind of said that the title got me. Why does Wakanda matter? You know, (laughs) right. Because at the end of the day, it's more than just the movie to everybody.
0: Right. And I, and yeah, I love the title. That actually wasn't the original title that I proposed, but I'm I'm so happy that, you know, through, you know, just working through putting this book together, that that is what the publisher and I landed on, because I think it's a perfect title. Um, yeah. And, yeah.
2: So just, like, why does life matter, you know? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> I mean... Why does it matter? And and you have your reasons and everybody might have their own take of where, you know, what life has took them through. But at the end of right. the day, we can all relate. We really can. Right.
0: right. And, you know, the movie itself just touched on so many specific issues around the black community. And this book sort of digs into all of those specific issues. So for your listeners that, you know, don't have the book i mean we're talking about the psychology of inner city trauma right yeah um we're, right. we're talking about pan-africanism as it's reflected yes. in the movie but also what that means in real life you know we're talking about epigenetics and intergenerational trauma something that you know yes. a yes. lot of people don't want to talk about this is this is real we were carrying around intergenerational
2: trauma yes.
0: you know we we, we talk about decentering whiteness. you know this book is about black people um, and it, 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 it just touches on so many of the things that the movie touched on just from the lens of experts coming from yes. their different fields, whether it be psychology, community or I, I, you know identity and breaking it down for us um, you know it even, even talks about you know racial identity develop development you know how you develop you know your black identity and you know all of the different things that affect that. Um, so so yeah.
2: Excellent. I, have you ever just thought that when what well, like I'm just kind of like on a hindsight now. I mean I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but when you. <laughs> Started, you know when you came up with this, and you said, you know what? There needs this movie doesn't need to end here. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be an extension to this. Mm-hmm. And 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 just hearing about the essays and the things in your book, it all comes down to me to healing. How can we heal? Mm-hmm. How can we exactly. be better? You know, was that the 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 meat of where you were or did you kind of grow into it? What kind of got you to that point when you started?
0: Yeah. So I just, I, I wanted to have a deeper conversation. Really I wanted to create a place for people to have a deeper conversation about this movie. And I don't know if I was successful at doing that. We're having a great conversation now we are <laughs> right. Um, I just had a sense that people wanted to have deeper conversations with other people about this film. So, you know, anyway, and it was about. I was like, okay, people are going. This 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 was a movement, right? It was like a, it was like an international was. movement, right? And so, right. Like, the the question that kept nagging me was what is the psychology behind this? Like it's deeper than just, you know, we haven't seen, you know, black superheroes on screen. It's deeper than we haven't seen Black Panther have his right. own movie. To me I just kept coming back to like is the psychology behind this mass movement and just just how this this took off um it really yeah. touched black people and white people. And so that's that that was the germ
2: of uh, or the impetus of of putting this book together. Gotcha, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent job, excellent. Jennifer, I'm sorry. <laughs> you not, know no, I get no, to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, no. And besides, I'm all I'm also uh, had a message over here from uh, Clarence Young, A.K.A. Zigzag Clayborn, saying he's listening too and how he's enjoying it. So, but you know, then Hi,
2: again. Yay. Hi <laughs> Um
1: he's, We're gonna make him bashful. So he uh but you know for in my you know, I'm just slightly older than you gals. Well slightly
2: Well I'm 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 sure I'm slightly older than her, so yeah. <laughs> so I love um, the way you said slightly though. That was good. <laughs>
1: So I slightly older than thank,
2: her. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. Appreciate
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, with films like, um, with what well, what's the TV show, Star Trek? Mm-hmm. And yeah. beginning as a TV show and then going into films and then the, um, all the Star Wars films. You know, people always seem to want to uh, bring that into their lives. I mean, you've heard, you've heard of people uh, that maybe dress like a show character, mm-hmm. not just at the conventions, but, you know, maybe all the time. They want to dress like like somebody on Star Trek. And, um, or Princess Leia, how for one generation, that was the first woman that they, female, you know, they had seen in a position of power. Yes. And, yes. and mm-hmm. so they had that. So that's why Princess Leia was such an icon, the character, to so many mm-hmm. people, to have her there. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I'm sure you already know this, but I remember one night, a few years back, I was uh, listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson's radio show, mm. and he was His guest was Nichelle Nichols. Mm-hmm. And she said she had written, she was retiring, she had resigned from Star Trek. She didn't want to do it anymore mm. because she said. And, and she did this little voice, you know, kind of. She goes because I was a theater actress. I didn't want to keep doing television. I wanted to do stage. I wanted to sing. I was a theater. Oh, lady. She's beautiful. And,
2: she was beautiful. I mean, beautiful, beautiful lady.
1: Oh, she's beautiful. No matter. I right, she is. She's, she's and beautiful. she's always gorgeous. And so, um, so she turned in her notice. She told the, you know, Rod and anybody. I don't want to do this anymore. So they, she gave them the resignation. They said, "Look, we're going to hold it in our desk." Maybe when you come back next week, you might feel differently. So I'm just going <laughs> to hold it right here. And then that weekend, she went to an event. You know the story, Dr. Howard? No, I don't. Well, okay. I, I
2: don't know it either.
1: <laughs> All right. So you tell us. I'm
2: just,
1: tell us. I'm sorry. I'm trying. You know why I'm laughing. So she says she went to an event that weekend. and. They said somebody wanted to meet her there, and it was Dr, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King and was there, and he wanted to meet her, so she went to talk to him, and he said, "Thank you for representing." because Gene Roddenberry said he wanted the enterprise to represent all races and
0: just right. a lot of diversity,
1: working on right. the same level, you know, mm-hmm. and working together. And he said this was one of his main intents for the cast he created and the stories that he wrote. And so Mm -hmm. Dr. Martin Luther King says something about it. She says, well, actually, uh, I'm I'm so glad you like the show, but I'm quitting. You know, I'm going to retire from that because I want to get back to theater. And he told her, please don't quit you have mm. to do this. You have to stay in this role. Mm. Now I can imagine if I were going to do. Dr. Martin Luther King tells me, you know, tells anybody, right? you know, <laughs> right. He wants you to do this. And especially, you know, tells you, you want to do this for your people because we, right. <laughs> you mean so much to us. You represent more to yes. us than you realize. Oh
2: my God. That's <laughs> and, a calling.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, she says, I never, you know, I never thought about it that way, but, um, uh, That was very powerful. So she stayed with it, and because he said, "You know, I want little girls to see themselves in you," and yeah, yeah, so yeah, Mm -hmm. otherwise she would have quit. That's a pretty powerful story. But yes, it does mean even characters mean something to to the next generations and the children watching that have never seen anybody that looks like them on TV that wasn't um, a nurse or a maid. Right, Right. Right. Right.
0: Right. That's why, you know, I went to Howard University. I did my Ph.D. in intercultural and rhetorical rhetorical communication. And I've been, you know, analyzing particularly, you know, black media for that very reason, because it's everywhere. um, It's a part of how we're socialized to understand, you know, who different types Mm -hmm. of people are. It's a part of how Mm -hmm. we're stereotyped. It's a part of how people communicate with us. The images that we see and are consumed with matter. Um, And so media is super important. Um, You know, Jim Crow started out as a song and a dance, a traveling show, right? So media is super important, and we have to be vigilant um, about the images, you know, that we see. And, you know, by and large, Black
2: people,
0: um, at least when you hear black people talk about the movie, they, they have a pretty positive um, takeaway wow. about the representation of black people in the film. But one of the things that I like about this book, and I, I've seen some reviews say that they really appreciate, that there's a couple of chapters in this book that say, you know, wait a minute, you know, some of the stuff in this film is not all positive, and we need to critique that, and we need to talk
2: about right. that as well. And that's a, that's actually true of any any art, any movie. I think mm-hmm. you should always look for you know you have to look at the full picture because mm-hmm. These, mm-hmm. the the lives that that are represented were real lives. Meaning mm-hmm. that this is real community having mm-hmm. these same issues that we've just put on put in art, but the issues. Right. Are are real around the world, regardless right. of and who really you
0: are and where you live. Right, and and to that point, I really appreciate. Um, shout out to uh Philip Boutet Jr. If you don't know who he is, he's the uh, <laughs> co- uh, the costume concept artist for the film Black Panther. You've seen his work um in the Hunger Game movies, basically uh, in any movie that you can think of. Um, he, he's worked on, you know, the costume concepts and illustrations and his forward kinda of, the foreword to this book is written by him and he kinda of oh. talks about that. He 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 talks about how he started out as a child actor and he talks about how that changed him and he talks about the limited roles that he was offered and, and you know, he talks about him coming to grips with you know, the roles that he was seeing and being offered in Hollywood and how he ultimately ended up, you know, on the other side of things, not being the actor but being the, you know, costume concept artist for these things. So, yeah, the, the, this stuff, because the people that are playing these characters are real people that need to make a living exactly. as well. So exactly. you know, they, they are embodying these characters. So Black people have to continue to embody stereotypical characters and that come from, you know, all different types of crazy places. And, you know, that affects the actors that are, that are working these parts. Um So yeah, it, it's why Wakanda of matters um, is, is a perfect title for this book when we're talking about all of these issues that affect, you know, the black community.
1: Definitely. So, yes. Big shout out to Philip Butay Jr. Because the forward, yes. um, uh, I'm sure I've seen his work, but this is the first time I knew his name. And uh, exactly. even just a, a tiny bit of the forward And this is just a tiny bit, people. So you're only getting just that, just the, just the, <laughs> the sample, the appetizer. You're going to have to get in here and get this yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's one part in his forward when he's talking about you, Dr. Howard, and the work that you do and how you. Um, he's expressing, this is about toward the last part of the forward, he's talking about how Dr. Howard fights for those whose voices are marginalized and often ignored. People of color, Mm. LGBT community, those with disabilities, Uh, you're the consummate activist. But then a few sentences later, he says, uh, she gets out and puts her feet to the ground to directly stir the narrative reins of pop culture in a direction that invites all of us to have a collective seat Mm -hmm. at the table. And with that, Right. She magnifies the voices of those who are easy to overlook, making them
2: the mm-hmm. center of
1: attention. And with that in mind, she has now put together another body of work here with Why What Kind of Matters. This time, her lens has shifted to speaking about mental health, identity and communication and the black community. And uh, I just love its forward. And by the way, I was, this is a good time to say that if you would have a question or a comment for Dr. Howard, if you want to call in, the number is 646-716-9922. It's a toll-free call in the continental U.S. Um, blog Talk Radio assures me. And again, <laughs> 646, n- nobody's ever said it what didn't work out, uh, 646-716-9922. Or if you've got a job where you just can't make a phone call or you've got to be quiet for some reason, or if you like my friend, Zigzag, who uh, wore his voice out this weekend. I don't know what he was doing, if he was re- had a <laughs> reading or if he was at karaoke. i have It's none of my business. But he says, yeah, he can't talk out us. So anyway, but he wore his voice out. But he has a message. You can just message me through uh, Facebook, either through Madam Perry Salon or Jennifer Maudette Perry, and give me your comment or question for Dr. Howard. And he does have one. He says, Wakanda matters because the imagination is the greatest tool of innovation, healing, and social advancement that exists. Imagination is power.
2: Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Snap,
0: snap, snap. (laughs) Very nice. Imagination is definitely power. Um, You know, anybody that's ever gotten a book signed for me, I'd sign all my books the same way. Don't let your reality limit your imagination, right? People are
2: awesome. in
0: all types of situations, right? Don't let your reality limit your imagination. If you are a kid I love that. and you see the same four corners every day for the first 18 years, do not let that limit your imagination, Yes, oh,
1: that's beautiful. I like Perfect. that. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, he says, "Snaps to Doctor Howard." I got you, Zig. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> By the way, if, if you if, and if you don't mind, I do want to give you people Zigzag Claiborne, His latest book is called. And it's a science fiction book and women. Women are in charge. Women are in charge of the spaceship. Women are running this thing. And it's called Afro Puffs are the antenna of the universe. And I just love that title. And (laughs) uh, let me tell you. Okay. He tells me his voice is shot because he was on panels at a virtual con all weekend. Okay, sure. Whatever you want to tell me is fine.
0: So... (laughs) Anyway,
1: (laughs) I I think that's such a great title, but yes, thanks. Uh, And he, yeah, uh, he's the gentleman I told you, he showed me his copy of the book, said, yes, I've already got the book. I'm all ready to to read and listen to this show tonight. So Uh tell me how, and and I started watching a video today where you were talking about how to get celebrities or uh, people Mm -hmm. to contribute to an anthology Mm -hmm, or anything you're putting mm -hmm. together. So tell me, how did you not just get them, but how did you decide? Surely you had a list, like a wish list, a shopping list, you know, a a Christmas list of people that you wanted. Like if I had the people I wanted, if I could choose, it would Mm be these people. How did you decide?
0: Well, I really appreciate this question actually because – I am the founder of a platform called Power Your Research for, you know, academics and independent scholars, people with advanced degrees that, you know, want to get their research and their work, you know, in front of a wider audience. And the webinar that you're talking about is one webinar where, you know, I teach people how to get celebrities and super influencers to write forwards and chapters and afterwards for their book, because that's one way to get your book in front of a wider audience, right, and to, to, to get the media coverage. Um, so if anybody's familiar with my encyclopedia of black comics, I had Dr. Henry Louis Gates write the foreword for that book. Um, oh, you know, wow. Yeah. One of, my, <laughs> yeah one, you know, one of my books I had um, um, someone named Shelly Bell. She's the founder of Black Girl Ventures. Um, she's been on the mm-hmm. foreword list and all of that. So – um. There's a method, right? Um, But one of the things that, first of all, if people are listening, go go find me and sign up for the webinar. Um,
2: But you'll be
0: surprised at the number of these high-profile people that will just say yes. But I think people, Mm -hmm. they don't think that you can just email Henry Louis Gates and be like, hey. Can you can you write this forward for this book, even though you've never heard of me? So um, well, I guess you know, right? <laughs> you know, he didn't know me when I reached out to him to write the forward to the encyclopedia Encyclopedia of Black Comics. But I think it's getting over that mental hump, right? Don't let your yeah. reality limit your imagination, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> amen. Right? Okay, amen. She practices what
1: she preaches.
0: Got it. Got amen. it. Amen. Right. 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 I teach this stuff. Right. So I would say that's the first thing. Um, and I wouldn't say that I don't, I don't start out with like a dream list. I, uh, what's my process? I, I, I don't know what the process is. When, you know, when I have a book idea, I always like to submit to publishers who I'd like to write the forward. Um, and from there, I look at my network because I believe that six degrees of separation is real right? I'm only yes. getting from Barack Obama, okay? Right. <laughs> I, right?
2: I Love it.
0: I, I, look, I look at my network. Who in my network, this could be my social media network, a friend of a friend that mentioned that they know this person, who in my network might be able to introduce me to uh, Dr. Henry Louis Gates or Philip Boutet Jr. or whoever it is. So I start from there. And then I also, you know, a lot of people have their email addresses, online. You can just email them. Um, and then a lot of people I connect with on Twitter. Um, you know, I was on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God and those guys and, you know, that's a pretty high profile show, you know, the mm-hmm. politicians yeah. go on there when when they're on the campaign trail. But she Howard was on there too and <laughs> part of <laughs> that was just kinda, you know, yeah, it, come it, come it, <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you. Part of that was just like you know, using Twitter and just you know networking and just not being afraid to reach out to these people and their strategy involved and you know that kind of thing. Um, but I, I think the first step is just to to the mental home, You know, yeah. So start mm-hmm. from the start from the assumption that these people will say yes, not from the assumption that oh, I'm not even going to try because I don't think so and so would want to be involved with my project.
2: Gotcha. Great mm-hmm. tip. Great tip.
0: And yeah. a fine
1: example of that is okay. She doesn't know who I am. But maybe if I asked Doctor Sheena Howard to be on my podcast <laughs> she might What well, can she she exactly she, the, worst she, the worst she would do would be to block me. Okay? So that's <laughs> easy. Yeah. Exactly, so where she, exactly. Where she could do to block me, but here you are. So. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to talk right. about. You offer a lot of services as far as uh, promoting for people and and strategy mm-hmm. and coaching and teaching them. Well, this mm-hmm. is the Power Your Research course for academics. Uh, mm-hmm. And how do people mm-hmm. find you? Or how do
0: get? How do they
1: reach you for this? <laughs>
0: To so find me is on my website sheena c howard dot com. My medium of choice is Twitter. So if you find me on Twitter, I respond. Is me. I don't have any. I'm not paying anybody to run my social media. Um, well, I do have an. I do have an assistant, but it's me. I, I'm going to be the one responding. Um, so yeah, yeah. My true. website and then, and then Twitter and and yeah, you know, I'm a teacher. You know, so anytime I learn something, I want to help other people do it. Yeah. And yeah. um you know, so that's that's what the Power Your Research platform is all about too. Like, you know, I wanna show people how they can do what I've done. You know, I've been in LA Times, and Washington Post, you know, I don't I'm not paying wow. a publisher to things, you know, I'm just you know, and I can teach people how to do those things in ways where they're not spending thousands of dollars paying somebody else to try to, to do those things. Um so, and that's what people wanna yeah. know. That's right, right,
2: right. That's right. what we want to know. I mean, yeah, you How you to know do you it without, on a shoestring budget.
0: <laughs> right, and you should not you you should not be paying a publicist. That's that's number one. You should not be paying a. This is what I teach. In you know, you should not be paying a publicist. You only pay yeah. a publicist when you're trying to do a very specific thing, and you've done the legwork for the publicist. You're okay. just handing them the stuff right like, um well, well let me give you an example do you want an example yeah sure. okay <laughs> so, yes. so let's take the breakfast quote for an example obviously you can't just you know send like charlamagne a message and be like hey can i get on the show but it took about a year and a half to get on that show because first i decided that i wanted to be on that show for my for my own reasons Um, And then what I did was I just started, like, engaging with him on Twitter, and then I had to get him to follow me because on Twitter you can't direct message somebody without them following you. So I I did that, right, got him to follow me, and then some things happened. I was engaging with him and everything, and then randomly, like, somebody was like, you should have Dr. Sheena Howard on your show, and they did an at Charlemagne the God. And just at mm. that time, people people were very mad at him because they didn't like the way he was treating LGBTQ people. So it was like timing, relevance, significance. You know, those are the things I teach when you're we're trying to pitch yourself. Mm-hmm. So he, so he, so I, so I then DMed him because he was following me, and I was like, hey, basically now's a great time to have me on your show because like LGBTQ <laughs> people are mad at you because the way you're treating LGBTQ people. <laughs> Right. So he so – so and, and I showed this in my webinars. Like, I showed the screenshots of the messages and everything. Um, wow. He, yeah, so he said, yeah, he said, yeah, you know, here's the email address to our producer. Tell him I want to book you. So now this is a high-profile show. Certain shows, you can't just email the producer because you're probably not going to get a response. So this is a situation where – I and I did email the producer on my own, and I didn't get a response. So this is a situation where I've already put in a year of work, right? I already have the producer's email address. Mm-hmm. All I have to do now is hire a publicist to say, Hey, it's your one job to get me on this show and you already have the producer's email address. It so all messes this up, right? So <laughs> it's not kind of like paying a publicist six thousand dollars to get zero results and if you don't do what I'm telling you to do. I paid a lot less money and got the result in like 3 months cuz I already spent a year using my strategies to do the the legwork. Um that's so those it, are the things that I that I teach, teach people, right? Um mm-hmm. so yeah. Wow.
1: wow. And of course I I, I didn't mention to you that I'm an entertainment publicist. Not a lawyer.
2: Oh, look, I just <laughs> look. <laughs> No, I, lie. Lie. I
0: believe in publishers. I think they look. I they have a no place but I just you know, people I don't want people to go right. broke and, and I don't want them to be coming to a publicist saying, Hey, I wanna be on in the New York Times Like no but well, you gotta have a following, you gotta you yeah. gotta do some things first.
1: Well see Give but them what, you're to saying, work what
2: you're saying,
1: with. What you exact what you're saying is exactly what I've been what I try to tell people <laughs> especially for you. years.
2: Especially yes, you? Yeah.
1: Yes, and yes. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, mm-hmm. you can probably tell, Kenya and I have been friends a long time, since yes. 1999. <laughs> um, and just, Kenya, don't worry, I'm, I'll make this clear. Um, she was in kindergarten, and I was her teacher, okay? so <laughs> Is that true or so, not? <laughs> but
2: I was the 1999 off. is
1: true. Yeah, she was a toddler, actually. Okay. But no, so, we have okay. <laughs> Uh, 22 years now. So um yes. So yeah, that's that's how long we've been <laughs> we we've, we've been on our adventures together. But for mm-hmm. one thing, Kenya's going to tell me right now, $6,000 I've been telling you, you're not charging enough. Yes, Kenya, you're <laughs> right. I know. As always. But well, here's the thing. Yeah. I tell people and I've got a book called Sell Your Books Today where I teach people how to do their own publicity and I run a, a Occasionally Mm -hmm. run a group where I teach authors how to do their own publicity. And that's the thing I do. People say, well, all I need you to do is get me on Oprah
2: and Mm -hmm.
1: something and on NPR. Yeah, okay. First of all, you'd have to go back in a time machine because it ended in May of 2012. And secondly, people (laughs) in NPR don't want you if you haven't done anything else. But right, tell people, have you've you have you have for
2: yourself, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, you've got to get out. You've yeah. got to put yourself out. You've yeah. got to build relationships. Be build, interesting. Yeah.
2: Don't be me, me, me. Yep. Care
1: about other people. Yep. Happy birthday. Exactly. Congratulations to you. Exactly. Build relationships just like you did. Right. And I thought, okay, Kenya says exactly. it. Dr. Howard says it. Will somebody finally mm-hmm. listen to me? I hope so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what you
0: said building relationships.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you do. You have to build. You have to get in there, and that's exactly what you did, you know. And then, mm-hmm. when the time was right, and you knew the time exactly. was right, bam! There you were. You had it all set exactly. up,
0: exactly. And, and you know the good thing about it is you you do that over a certain number of years, and like, you know, now I can just pick and choose, you know, when I want to engage with the media, you know, when I don't, you know, what shows I want to go on. But you gotta. You know, like I said, you're taking the steps to the elevator.
2: I mean, you're taking the the
0: steps to the top. The steps
2: instead of the elevator, yeah. You're taking it (laughs) with other
0: people. You're taking the steps. It is a long walk up, and other people are walking up there with you. That's Mm -hmm. right.
1: That's right. Okay. All right. Ladies, I want to stop for just one moment, and uh, I got a little 45 seconds. If you want to, I need to get some more water. Maybe you do. And we'll be right back with the fabulous life coach, Coach Kenya Colbert, and the magnificent Dr. Sheena C. Howard. We will be right back. I mean, the world has gone crazy, right? I mean, this whole pandemic, I, I, I don't even know if I'm coming or going anymore. You know what I mean? But the one thing during the pandemic that I found out, right, that was a good thing was the Madame Paris Salon. I made mean, this podcast, eh, when you hear her laughing,
0: all you want to do is laugh. Eh?
1: When her dog's barking in the background and she's talking to the dog, like, she's going to an interview, and I'm like, this podcast is the best podcast I've ever heard before. You know what I mean? So I'm taking my lead, my cues from Dr. Sheena Howard that if I have somebody to do the voice of Sebastian Maniscalco on my promo there then the next step is to get Sebastian Maniscalco
0: yeah
2: (laughs) I was laughing because I said she reminds me my grandmother always says honey you get not cause your ass not You better go ask for it. (laughs) Exactly. It's
1: amazing how when we grow up how we learn how much our grandmomas
2: really did know. Yeah, really. (laughs) My (laughs) grandma didn't play, she was serious about that. (laughs) Let's
1: talk about while we still got you, let's talk about the Eisner Award and comics and cool stuff like that. Sure. That Congratulations, um, that's a magnificent thing I mean, I know you've got a lot of achievements um, And we won't get to them all tonight And I'm just hoping that we have That you have enough of a good time tonight That you'll come back again
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's, anytime about Anytime So uh, what so are so so the awards so again? What were
1: the see, awards well, for? The Eisner Award, because you were the first Black woman to get the Eisner Award That's the Oscars
0: in right. comics, right? yeah yeah so you know my first book my very first book you know i had to go i wanted to write a book by the time i was 30 so my very first book was black comics politics of race and representation and it was based on my dissertation about the history of black comic strips and i focused on Mm -hmm. the boondocks comic strip right Mm -hmm. um and I just created this whole, you know, roadmap for the history of black comic strips, um, because there, 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 there was no roadmap like that. Um, and then, you know, I wanted to turn that dissertation into a book, but like I said, you know, I'm a collaborator, so it was, it was an edited book, sim- similar to the, to the same process as this. You know, I wrote a chapter, um, you know, then I got some experts to write different chapters, and. Yeah, that book won an Eisner Award, which is the highest award that you can win in the comics industry, and it just so happened that no black woman had ever won an Eisner, unfortunately.
2: Um, Wow. So
0: I did in
2: 2014. You go, girl. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. You go, you go, you you you. go. That is excellent. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing.
1: Would you tell me about the comic books?
0: Yeah, so you know, I was I was writing about comics from a scholarly lens, you know, looking at representation around race, gender, stuff like that. Um, and then I was asked to actually write a comic book around 2016. I was actually asked to write a comic book with um, David Walker, who's super popular in you know the comics world. Um, and yeah, so so that's how I came on to write the comic book *Superb* uh, for Lion Forge, which was which is a comic book about a superhero with Down syndrome and his best friend who is a black female character. Amazing experience, um, and so yeah, that was like my first forte into actually writing comics, and that's really special to me because. You know, when you're writing about an industry, but you've never worked in the industry, that could be a little awkward. At least it was for me, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm writing about this thing, but I don't actually do it. Um, yes. <laughs> so it was definitely just an honor for me to, just to move to the other side. Like, Okay, now I can write about this thing from the inside because I know what really goes on and what's involved. So. Um, yeah, so that was, that was my forte into comics. It's actually writing comics. And actually in April of this year, I have a graphic narrative coming out, which is an adaptation of my fiction book, Nina's Whisper, mm-hmm. um, about same-sex domestic abuse. So that's going to be my next um, graphic narrative story. And I call it a graphic narrative because um, its images, it's, it's, it's the same book as the, the fiction book, but it's images in this book. So I call it a graphic narrative and not a graphic novel.
2: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, which, by the way, I to say, too, well, first of all, Superb, what what age group is that for?
0: So Superb, I um, don't really like it, um, but high school age and up would enjoy it. Yes. Um, the the characters are teenagers. It's really a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to say like PG thirteen and up? Right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, okay. Dope, yeah. yeah. And because
1: the thing because about the it is, the
0: characters actually talk like teenagers.
1: Oh, okay. All right. And, yeah. and the reason I ask is why, and this is another reason why they're so uh, the superb series is so important, is because um, I want. Can you help me out here? Mm-hmm. I want my grandchildren to see themselves and not think, where is a character mm-hmm. like me?
2: Right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's the greatness of books like this and comic books and, and TV shows right now. I mean, it really opens the door to there is somebody out there that's like me. And, and it's exactly. not so weird and strange. Yes.
0: Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. And that's really important to me. You know, I consider myself an image activist and diverse storyteller. And, you know, while we talk about, you know, positive representations of African Americans, but I don't want every show to be like the Cosby's because everybody's life is not like the Cosby's. There are so many different makeups in households. There's Mm-hmm. Single father households. I want to say a single father household story, right? There's single mm-hmm. mother households. There's blended family households. There, you know, mm-hmm. there, there are all types of combinations. And I think that all of those stories deserve to be on the table. It doesn't have to be the extremes. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, Cosby's and good times. Like there's so mm-hmm. many different things in between that. And it's yeah. terrible when, when you can see, you know, like, I want to see, see, see a, a a drama about a single father, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Those, those types of things. Those those families exist, and I don't think that because your household doesn't look a certain way, you should feel like your household is the only one that exists on the planet, right? Because that's what you are like. Right. You You're yeah. self-represented. In the media, that's what you feel like. Well, my house right. doesn't look like The Cosby's. What's wrong with me? Then, right. Then you start devaluing yourself and your family. Right then, then, it becomes that whole pathology, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Um, so I think, I think when we talk about representation, we should show the messy of the black community, and we should also show, you know, the ideal of the black community and, and everything in between.
2: And everything right. in between.
1: between. Exactly. And speaking of everything in between, here's a segue. Let's talk about your book, Black Queer Identity Matrix, Toward an Integrated Queer of Color Framework. Mm -hmm. When did you write that? Yeah. And what what was the genesis of it?
0: I published that in 2014. I published two books in 2014, both around, like, race, gender, and sexual orientation. That book is – you know, I'm a researcher, and I was just – I I wanted to study the black lesbian community because it's a community that's not adequately researched,
2: Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And
0: so so that book, I, I actually created a theoretical framework to study the black lesbian community. And that framework is called Black Queer Identity Matrix. So that book is a framework for academics to study the black lesbian community. Wow, that's deep. Yeah.
2: That actually, is. I, I just like the fact that it's not that you're just trying to tell a story, but everything is about teaching and educating and enlightening. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's good. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah. Thank not you. Not just a story, but a story with a purpose.
0: Thank you.
1: And would you, would you recommend that book for people who aren't gay? I mean, Kenya and I know... Oh, lots yes. of people from lots of walks of life and we love them all and we respect them all but we want to make sure they feel that we respect them and that we're you know
0: that they yeah, feel I mean I don't see yeah, I don't see how you learn about um you know other cultures, other people, other other, you know, things outside of yourself without consuming media and reading things mm-hmm. about those other people. So yeah, I would definitely um I would definitely suggest reading that book. It also talks about like um, the history of the feminist movement and um, some of the implications and possible repercussions of um, black women not being integrated into the feminist movement and all all that stuff. So I think you would find, it's also pictures in there. Like I, I I asked black lesbian women to, to submit pictures about, you know, how they feel as a black lesbian female in America. So there's like pictures of like toilet paper, <laughs> randomly right. to, to, know, to know why they're totally uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah. but listen I do have a three year old as well that needs to oh. go to bed at nine o'clock oh, oh that's right <laughs> I, Listen,
1: we have had too much fun with you so I, I know it's our fault I I know what time it is I've got a clock here but at the same time you started <laughs> it by being so much fun okay so all right. <laughs> Dr. Hey, Howard I am so sorry I know I knew you had a little one, and I'm so sorry, because they don't... Well, my dogs haven't made any noise, so I figured I was good for a while. But, okay, well, listen. This... (laughs) All right, folks. Uh, Listen, Please keep following. Please keep sharing, Madam Perry Salon, and uh, get Why What Kind of Matters, and I promise you, you're going to want to get everything by Dr. Sheena C. Howard. And, of course, my BFF, my uh, partner of many adventures, and I can promise you, you won't get him out of her.
2: Uh, hold but take it to the grave, take it to the grave.
1: Yeah,
0: well.
2: Dr. Howard, I saw on,
1: Twitter, somebody said, all I need is eight million dollars and a fast metabolism. But <laughs> eight million, you could sell me out. I don't care. But anyway, I, so. Make sure, Dr. Howard, please come back. We have enjoyed you so much,
2: and you are welcome yes. back to the time. Thank you so All much. You're right. awesome. All right, Thank love you. you. Love you. So Good to see you together, everybody. Bye.
1: mother king